Hey MSA, today's a podcast kind of day, so sit back, relax, and let the voices of the unheard take it away. Assalamualaikum, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Voices of the Unheard. It's your host, as usual, for y'all, and today I have Fatima H with me. Assalamualaikum, everyone. It's another one-on-one conversation today, just me and Fatima. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, so today's topic is actually a very broad topic, and I feel like a lot of people might be able to relate to this, especially university students, you know, um, um, we're going to be talking about self-discovery, whether that be like finding your purpose in your life, finding a purpose through an Islamic lens, uh, your journey through Islam, and just all about self-discovery and navigating this world. So Fatima, maybe you can start us off with um, how how you're doing right now. Have you like, you know, what are you in like third year right now? Have you found a purpose to um, pers- like a purpose to pursue after you're done university? Or do you know like where you're going with things right now? Honestly, right now I'm a little bit lost. Um, in the beginning, like I'm, I'm a perfectionist type of person. So it's like, I always want to plan ahead. I always want to like, you know, make sure, okay, I know what I'm going to be doing in the next like year in the next month. Like I want to do this. I want to do that. But it like slowly, like as I learn more about Islam, I remember that, you know, God's plan is the best and we plan and then God plans, but you know, God is the best of planners. So I realized that, you know, sometimes it's okay to slow down things and not like plan everything out in your life because sometimes things don't work out I know going into first year I was really nervous I was in the life side program and then second year we had to um reapply to our streams like whatever program we wanted to go into and I like have loved neuroscience for a really long time I still do love it um but I was so like I was so like excited because I wanted to get into that program and they only have one program at Mac the only like a frustrating thing was because it's kind of a new program. They only accept 25 to 26 people mm-hmm. um, every year. And unfortunately, my GPA wasn't that good because first year it was like a, a new it was a new experience. Right. And it was really difficult for me to manage five classes. So I was doing pretty bad in my last two classes. And that kind of contributed to my bad GPA in first year. But Alhamdulillah, it's a, like a lot better now. Um, But unfortunately, I didn't get into that program. So, you know, at that moment, I was like, my life is over. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like, this was part of my plan. If I didn't even get into the program, how am I going to go? Yeah, I was just like, like, one thing happens and I'm like, okay, my my whole life is like turned over. Literally, we're just like, that's it. Everything's over. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like, kalas. Life is done. (laughs) But, you know, like... I feel like uh, the more I learn about Islam and like it keeps me more calm, you know, I'm not that worried. If I were my past self right now, I'd be freaking out, be like, you're in third year, you didn't apply anywhere, you don't know what you're doing, like get your life together. But right now I'm just like, like chill, you know, I'm on like a boat. I'm just like seeing where it takes me, basically. But I know like it's not all just like waiting to see what happens. You also have to put some effort in, like you have to like, it's like 50 50 like obviously God is in your corner that's all going to work out for you but you have to show some effort like you have to combine action 
with like intention. And I feel like that's also like a really important lesson that I've learned personally, because I know in first year, um, I was trying hard, but it was like, I don't think I was trying hard enough. And that's something you learn because in high school, you can like do the bare minimum and get a good mark. And you know, your teachers, you know, everything like it's not that difficult to um, succeed in high school, I would say if you if you're trying at least like 50%. But um, in university, it's a whole different story. Like, you're so independent. It's like your whole life depends on upon you, right? And the thing is, you're paying for your classes, you're paying to do your tests and your midterms and exams. It's like, sad as that seems, like who would want to pay and spend many money to do that. But I mean, like you, you understand how how things work and how much effort you have to put in because it's like everyone at at university has a goal in mind right so it doesn't matter like who you are where you're from you have to sort of work on your own journey to get to wherever you want to be because nobody's going to be holding your hand throughout like your uh throughout your journey basically it's like you depending on yourself and like relying upon god I think that's such a key difference coming out of high school because I remember as well when I was in high school like everything seemed perfect you know like your teachers had all the notes prepared for you you went in Mm -hmm. class they went through everything in detail maybe they even had extra sessions at lunch to discuss like one part of the cell cellular processes you know Mm -hmm. and now it's just like everything you have to do on your own you know you have to seek out the resources you, yourself you need to see when the office hours are to actually go to it ask questions and even when you go to office hours sometimes your questions aren't answered because there's a bunch of other students that are in line waiting to get their questions answered same thing for lecture i mean how many times have we actually like saved our questions to ask them afterwards that's true like who's gonna write questions down after recorded lectures and then be like okay I'm gonna go at this time and ask these questions like if somebody were to do that like that's that's amazing but I feel like in general most people wouldn't you know yeah not even just recorded lectures like in-person lectures like the prof could be going over something and let's say you have a question like 20 minutes into the lecture but then by the end of lecture you've covered so much content I don't know maybe it's just me but my question just feels so irrelevant at that point it's just like oh okay you know what whatever I'll just find it later it's not going to be important but then it turns out to be so important important. yeah it's like the question you're like oh I'm not going to focus on this for the test and then boom it shows up on the test exactly yeah stats midterm (laughs) oh shoot (laughs) don't be worried about stats like that that is trauma yeah um but uh but my point is like see it's such a big difference just going from high school into university and I sometimes I sit down and I compare like myself in high school versus you know now and it's like wow I actually used to cry over like a 95 like oh why did I miss that five (laughs) percent but university has got me like oh it's fine you know at least we're passing (laughs) at least we're doing exactly no I know exactly what you mean like when I tell you in high school like I always tried to be a high achiever I'd be like oh my god I should do this I should be better at this like even if my marks were pretty stable I was always like oh I, I need more. should be better like, you know yeah I could I could be better but in high school I mean university now it's just like oh I passed okay that's good enough I mean yeah. that's not that's not how I should see things you know it should encourage me to like keep going uh to try harder but it's like at the same time I have no motivation and I'm always like 
worried like you know because it's like even if I put so much effort in sometimes you don't get that result but I know that's not the mindset you should be having yeah I think we should always remember that we're in a place for a reason if you Mm -hmm. think about it why why did we all get accepted into Mac because we were amazing by like the grace of Allah we had amazing marks and that is our effort and our work got us where we are today and always keep that in the back of your head why are you here today you know don't don't put yourself down just because of like one bad grade or not being able to figure your way around university because honestly everyone else is in the same boat as you and I think just keeping in mind why you're here and how you came to be here should be enough encouragement for you to keep going and pushing and striving for better. You know, maybe maybe you got a bad mark in one of your courses, you know, like stats 2 bo 3 Nothing against stats 2 bo 3 but uh, that course is kind of killing me right now. But let's just let's just say you got one bad mark. What can you learn out of it? You know, always like reflect on these type of things. Like, where did you go wrong? What can you improve in the next semester? And I think one of the biggest things that we all do, and I think it's the major, like major leading factor, like decreased performance is procrastination. There are so many things that we put aside for other timings. Like, oh, okay, I have this due. Is due in a week. Maybe I'll start it like two days before the due date. Don't don't do those type of things because you know that's gonna hurt you and it's not good for you. <laughs> so you know, always just be be aware of timing and you know plan your day out. And I think Islam also places a very big um, a high value towards you know keeping yourself organized keeping a goal in mind uh, I remember one of the Friday khutbas I think it was last Friday the the khatib he was just talking about how you should add structure to your day don't just float around mindlessly just doing things here and there and having no proper you know structure for your day plan your things out, make things a habit, and especially, especially prayers and making sure that you are doing as much as you can for your spiritual health as well. Um, make sure that you're reading all your prayers on time because that really helps. Like there's this post that I once saw on uh, Instagram or somewhere, I was just flipping through social media and I saw it somewhere and it really, really struck out to me. And it was said that, um, Allah, Allah has the power over everything, everything that you do, everything that you achieve. So when you when you forget him or you make a delay in your prayers or you forget to remember Allah, why do you complain that there is a delay in your matters? Why are you complaining that you haven't gotten the grades that you want, that you haven't achieved what you want? Reflect on your spiritual side see where you're going wrong there as well because ultimately at the end of the day Allah has power over everything that goes on in your uh, in your life and I think that if we keep remembering Allah and keep praying to him for anything that you want whether that be good grades or going to med school or I don't know um, you need to remember and keep remembering Allah because he has the power over everything Sometimes when when things aren't going the right way, just remember to check in with your spiritual self. See if you're reading your prayers on time. See if there's something more that you can do. If you can increase your dhikr, if you can increase reading the Quran. You know, these are small little things that add up to a lot.
Yeah, I definitely agree. And you know, when people say like spiritual side and they keep their physical side and mental side separate, that's, that's not true when it comes to the spiritual side. Like if you are in tune with your spiritual self, if you're like, you know, reading namaz on time, if you're reading Quran, if you're making liquor, it's like those things affect your everyday like well-being, like even like your mental aspects and your phys- like physical aspects. So like your body's health, your mind's health. So the way that you think like the, the spiritual side of you, it can make or sort of break your life you know I mean that's really scary to think about but it's like it puts the importance on making sure that's in check because then everything else is in line as well and it's okay to not know like what you want to do in the future where you're going but like Fariel said you should have some structure in your life so you're not just like floating around so you know like hey this morning maybe I should do this maybe I should do this like make use of your time wisely because like it's temporary not everybody doesn't have like So you know that your time is limited, so it's best to make good use of it when you have it, right? Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. And you know, I think spiritual health, physical health, mental health, it all kind of works in harmony, you know, and at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, it really all just comes down to your spiritual self. Because again, like I mentioned before, everything is in Allah's control. So as much as you feed your spiritual health, as much as you feed your soul and you you make all of the prayers, you do dhikr, you remember Allah in every step of the way, you will never be disappointed in your choices. I was gonna say, it's like always like a partnership when you think about it, because it's like, God always promises these things, but it's like you have to put some effort in yourself. So with hardship comes ease. So first you have to be in a place of hardship, right? You have to show some effort and then you reap your reward. So it's like, you have to do some work for you to get the benefit out of it. Like you can't just be handed success. Mm-hmm. But the, another thing that like really keeps me at ease is something that my um, high school grade eight biology teacher told me. She was like, you know, a lot of people are think that they're in a race. They're like, oh, I have to beat this person to be, become successful. Like I have to like, you, they always think that they're running, like they're in competition, which isn't a good way to think about it. Because like, if you look at it, there is no limit to how many people can succeed. Everybody has their own timing. Everybody has their own pace and every like, but it's, there's no limit. Like after like, let's say 10 people succeed at life, they do whatever they're good at. It is not going to be a cutoff. Like, Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. Like there's no limit. And we have a tendency to think that we're always in a race. We're always in competition with people. And that's like a really, at the end of the day, that's a really toxic type of thinking because you always think like oh I have to be better than this person I have to be better than this person but you know that's not what like life is about or what Islam is about even because it's like brotherhood sisterhood like we're all in this together and you helping other people makes you even more successful yourself you know how like if you pray for someone else the angels are praying for you for that exact same thing so it's like Islam is also set up in a way where it's like you can't be so individualistic where it's like, oh, always thinking about myself. Like, I need to be so good. I need to be like this. I need to be like that. It's like you can all prosper together. And that that takes you even further, you know? It's like, it's just amazing to think about how it's like, how it's built and like the, the foundations of Islam and everything like that. How it's so, it's, it's all about like community and caring and, and nurture and stuff. Mm-hmm. You bring up such an important topic that I actually want to touch on today, and it's the topic of competition, competing, competing against like everyone around you. And, you know, I think it's 
Like, it's very important to realize that everyone goes at their own pace, especially in university when, like, grad application time comes around, whether you're applying to law school, med school, some master's program, you're always in competition of, oh, well, this person has this much of a GPA, but mine seems to be lower. Is there any chance that I'm even going to get into this? You know, and I feel like these type of thoughts and ideas that circle your mind of like, oh, I need to be better than this person or that person can mentally destroy you you know, maybe you have something that the other person doesn't have, you know? Yeah, that's like, it's exhausting to think that way. You always are in competition with someone, then you have no peace in life, right? You don't trust, you don't trust in God that way. You don't trust in yourself that way, because it's like, oh, um, you're always looking at other people and you're, you're like, oh, I need to, I need to do this because this person is doing this. I need to do this because this person, like you have no peace in your life at that point because your life basically depends upon other people. If you think about it, it really impedes upon so many Islamic values and morals. Never put yourself in competition with anyone because you're going to make everything into a competition. You're going to start doing things just for the sake of, beating someone else like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing this because this other person is doing it and I want to look better than that person please don't do that like it's gonna destroy you again mentally and it's gonna destroy your spiritual side as well um there's this uh there's another thing in Islam where where you start thinking of yourself superior to another that's that's highly looked down upon you should never do that because no one is above anyone else. Everyone is equal. And there should never be like a, um, there should never be a competition on superiority. I know exactly what you're talking about because sometimes it's like, it's, there's an irony in it. Like if you look at different people in life, especially those like, let's say who are strictly religious or are you know, are more religious than other people. I feel like sometimes people, like not everyone, of course, but some people develop this mindset that they're like way better than Mm -hmm. anyone else. Like if they see a girl that's not wearing a hijab and let's say like someone else is wearing a hijab, they'll be like, oh, this girl is like so bad. Like this girl is like this, like she doesn't even wear the hijab, but you don't know what if she prays and then the other girl doesn't pray. Like everybody has their own situation and you can't judge and you can't think that you are better than anyone else. Like for y'all said, because that's like a, a toxic toxic mindset and your intentions are in the wrong place so if you spend your whole life let's say like worshiping Allah like being super strict with your with yourself and being like I need to pray I need to read the Quran I need to do this but your intentions are in the wrong place where you think that you're above everyone else and that is so scary in itself because who knows like if you even got those rewards because your heart wasn't there you know you're always thinking like I I'm doing this to please other people and look higher than other people. I'm not doing this for for the right sake, you know? And that's like a, that's a really scary place to be in. I like how you mentioned intentions. And that is so important to keep in mind. Whatever you do, please set the right intention. Because again, you could you could be doing something and you might not even realize, but you might just be competing with the others around you. You might not even be pursuing something that you want to just because others around you are doing that thing let's let's take this as an example um let's say 
let's say in your family, you have your cousins and let's say they're all aspiring to be lawyers, okay? One cousin goes, becomes a lawyer. Another one goes and becomes a lawyer. And then suddenly it's your time to choose and you're like, oh, what do I do? And then you're just like, oh, well, everyone else is doing this. But you know what? I'm going to be the better lawyer than out of all of these lawyers. I'm going to please the family. Do you, you know, and I see this a lot in tons of families where everyone's just trying to compete with each other. They're trying to be the better one out of everyone else in the family in their field of expertise, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can end up making the wrong choices just because you were worried about what others are going to think of you or or you were worried about leveling up your own place in society and all of these things are so so wrong and um like like uh Fatima said even in like within Islam never think that you're better than another person maybe you wear a hijab and you see another sister that doesn't wear a hijab you don't know what she does in her personal life and she doesn't know what you do and at the end of the day your actions are only judged by Allah so don't don't feel the need to judge someone else's actions because that is not your job your job is to be a better version of yourself and inspire others to be better versions of themselves you know you don't it's not just you know all about you like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna get to the top and I'm gonna be the best no you're gonna work with everyone else around you you are an ummah together you know that's why we're called an ummah because we're supposed to work together and we're all supposed to help each other in every uh, possible way whether that be spiritual spiritually or you know lending a hand like physically or listening to someone listening to their concerns that be mentally so you know just everyone is equal at the end of the day that's the point that I want to really reinforce okay and so take another turn with this uh, conversation that we have going maybe we can talk about like personal journeys into Islam because I know sometimes it's like people are born into Islam into the religion but they themselves aren't really religious in the beginning and then they later find themselves it's like self-discovery so it doesn't matter if you're with like if you're born into the religion or if you're not everybody still has to find it for themselves so did you want to talk about your uh self-discovery for y'all sure um yeah I can talk about it um I think just when we're when we're born into Muslim households we when we're when we're younger we kind of just follow along what everyone's doing you know you don't really know what's um the the deeper meaning behind things or you don't really have the mental capacity to search things for yourself or understand things at another like a deeper level um so I really think that I started delving more into Islam right right around the time when I came into university maybe like first year-ish, yeah, yeah, first year, um, honestly, maybe even towards like the end of grade 12, as soon as like the pandemic hit, I think, I think the pandemic actually did well, <laughs> because I really had a lot of time to just sit home and think about life and contemplate it, you know, every single day, <laughs> but yeah, I think once the pandemic hit, everything was on pause, you didn't have to think about anything else. And it was just you surrounded by your own thoughts. And I think that's when I kind of started thinking more about Islam, really understanding 
why you do what you do and reaching out to resources. I think that was towards the end of grade 12. When I came into first year, I saw the MSA and, you know, honestly, I am so, so grateful, like, alhamdulillah for the MSA. You guys are awesome. <laughs> honestly, may Allah reward everyone in the MSA for all of the work that they do, because honestly, it makes a difference in people's lives, because I know it did for me. <laughs> um when I, when I came into the MSA, it just more started off as like a place where I could connect with uh, other Muslims and, you know, not feel super lonely because like, again, I was like new to Ontario and Hamilton as well. So I just kind of wanted a place to, and yeah, just to interact with the Muslim community. So when I like started off in the MSA, I, I still didn't know a lot of things and, you know, even just navigating through the MSA was like a journey for myself. And the more, you know, the more I got involved, the more events I went out to, the more I exposed myself to all of this Islamic knowledge and just seeing everyone, you know, harmoniously <laughs> learning everything. And they were just all at peace. And it kind of just put me in this like um, dimension. <laughs> it, it put me into this like dimension where I was just, I, I wanted to embrace all of this for myself. So then, um, you know, after being exposed to a lot of this knowledge, I, I started looking into things a bit more and, you know, started reading Quran some more, putting more thought and effort into my prayers, doing more dhikr. And, you know, all of this kind of just shaped me to where I am today, alhamdulillah. And honestly, like, knowledge never stops. You can keep going like it is boundless you can keep learning and learning and learning and there is not there's never like there's never a limit to how much you can expose yourself to and you know I intend to inshallah still you know keep bettering myself because you know it never stops like I said you can better yourself day by day and become a better Muslim so that's where I am in my spiritual journey I guess but you know alhamdulillah for the MSA and what it has provided and honestly what it has shaped so yeah oh alhamdulillah like uh, I hear you when you say how um having like a Muslim community is like so helpful because when everyone is like sort of thinking about the same uh same thing it really helps you um focus on like those aspects right because it really depends on who you surround yourself with if like all your friends are talking about one thing then obviously that's going to be on your mind so having really good friends is also like a key to having a really good life I feel yeah and just to um, add another point especially like again in university time where everything is stressful everything seems so uncertain and you're still trying to find your purpose you're you're still trying to choose your career. I think having the MSA and having these resources to turn back to is so important. And I think it ha it helps a lot, you know, because while you're struggling through all of this, you are still at peace. And the people around you that you surround yourself with, again, like referring back to the MSA, maybe after a long day of just studying and cramming and you know, just <laughs> crying over everything, you turn back to T13 and suddenly you're just placed into this state of peace and everything just seems okay again. You know, it's like everything seems so uncertain at one point and then you just turn back to Islam and everything is just like, everything seems okay. 
it's like everything's gonna be okay you know just yeah, it's really really hopeful sorry what oh sorry <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. I was just saying that, you know, the more I think it's just the power of Allah. It's the power of Islam that the more you remember Allah, the more you are always at peace. And, you know, I truly believe in that. Yeah, alhamdulillah for that, because it's like you could be in the worst situation. But if you think about Allah and have that mindset, then like at the end of the day, you know that every decision that's being made is in your favor and everything is going to work out for you, inshallah. Mm -hmm. So that's like so reassuring to have. Like I know many times in my own life, I've been like super lost. I haven't known like where I I wanted to go, like what I wanted to, like even now, but I'm not really upset about it. You know, I'm like taking it one day at a time. And you know, my past self, like I said, I would have been super scared, like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. But right now I'm just like, I'm just hopeful, you know? I feel like that's that's a nice place, like a nice mindset to have because you're kind of at peace and you don't have to worry about the future because it's not in your control. And then going back to like personal, like self-discovery, like stories and stuff, for me, my family is not strictly religious, but I since like growing up, I've took Quran classes and I've, I've known who like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and I know our religion like as a kid. But even then growing up, it's not like you can have like a some people can like that's true, but like you can't always have like this direct connection where, you know, like a lot where it's like you're so in tune with your spiritual self, because as a kid, you you're obviously playing with your friends, you're doing different things in your life. So you don't always focus on that aspect. But I feel like when you get into environments where it's like you have to think about yourself and you have to think about, you know, your purpose in life, that's when you really start contemplating like about your spiritual side and you start thinking about, you know, Islam and you start thinking about like God and everything. And for me, it was also that point in university. It wasn't first year for me. It was second year. But that's when I really got into like really got into like um my religion and like discovering who I am and reading more about Islam and learning, like being enthusiastic about it, because I know before I I knew what it was, but I wasn't inclined to like learn more about it. But it wasn't until after first year that I was like, you know what, I, I really need to like, see this side of me because it's super important. And I know I had some super like religious friends growing up as well. So seeing people like, that you grew up with that are, you know, thinking that mindset, it's like, oh, I should be doing this too. I should be praying as well. I should be reading the Quran as well. Like, I know it's it's good for me. I should be doing that. I've been taught that. And that's, I think for me, is one of the hardest challenges is just putting words into actions because it's like, you can you can believe in your heart. You can you can um, have hope and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything like that. But if you don't put in the actions yourself, if like, you know, if God is on your mind, but you your lips don't move, for example, then it's not like proper dhikr, you know, you, you need to put those two together. And that's the challenge that I, I've been working throughout, I feel like since I've been growing up, because in my heart, like I knew, knew who God was, I knew what religion was, but I wasn't practicing. And I feel like once I got into practicing second year, like starting praying on time, like started reading the Quran, like at my own will and everything, I realized like, how peaceful this side of life is and how how much more relieved I felt about life. Like I wasn't scared, that scared anymore about how like what I was going to be doing. I didn't 
I didn't really feel guilty all the time like I did when I was small. And alhamdulillah, like for y'all, she she introduced me to the MSA, which was was like amazing in itself because I met all these wonderful sisters and everybody has this like like sweet attitude. Like everybody's so nice and they're so welcoming. And I felt so good because you know, first year I did have a few friends, but it there were like acquaintances. Like I didn't really have anyone that I'd be like, oh, this is my best friend, this is my best friend. So I was kind of lost in that aspect too. But now that I'm getting more involved in like these events, I just feel like more, I feel more happy. You know, I, I don't know. I just, I feel more happy. I feel that the blessings are uncountable, honestly. And it's just, it's such a weird feeling Like you can't describe it. It's just peace and happiness and contentment mm-hmm. all just jumbled up together. And it's just like, you know, it's like, it's just, <laughs> it's a feeling where everything everything seems okay you know what yeah you know, everything the world's is- falling apart it's okay everything's gonna be okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but you know honestly alhamdulillah for where we are today and for Allah um guiding us towards the right path you know you can um you know I can I can never be grateful enough for that yeah, alhamdulillah. But yeah, I think everyone everyone has their own journey. They find themselves through different ways. And at the yeah. end of the day, it is it is all in Allah's hand, how he chooses to guide you and how he chooses to open up different doors for you. So, you know, never lose that faith uh-huh. and hope. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, at the same time, like, don't judge anyone else for their journey or what they're going through because God has their life planned out for them. And you have your life, like your life is planned out for you. So it's like, you shouldn't always be competing with people and you shouldn't look down on people either because you never know like what your future is going to hold. What if you're in a situation where you need help from other people that you once looked down upon? That's Mm -hmm. a very, it's a humbling experience, but you shouldn't get to that point where it's like, oh, uh, I don't think this person is like this. I don't think this person is like this. Just have a nice, like, um, uh, have a kind mindset, basically. Just be welcoming. Absolutely. And, you know, just always help those around you because, again, we're all in this together and mm-hmm. we're all going to make it out together, inshallah. Um, just to tie things together and, you know, add a few final notes. Um, finding your purpose. If you have, if you don't know where you're going with life right now, don't worry about it because, you know, if you haven't found your purpose yet, or you don't know where you're going with things or what you're going to be or what you're going to do for a living, don't, don't stress about it because, you know, your, your fate is already beautifully written out by Allah and he's going to take care of everything you do you and just leave the rest of your life nothing seems to be working out just keep yourself at peace knowing that there is something written for you and you are going to get it one way or the other there's nothing in the universe that can stop you from getting it Allah is in control of everything that exists yep exactly like alhamdulillah and you can also just, if you want clarity or if you want some guidance, you can always ask for that. Just ask, like, pray for some guidance, pray, pray mm-hmm. for some clarity. Sakara, Sakara, you ever find yourself lost is the mm-hmm. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also just on the note of Istakhara, um, 
I hear a lot of people they get discouraged after like doing istikhara after like one day saying that oh I didn't see anything in my dream <laughs> if keep doing istikhara for like a few days um I think sometimes it takes time as well it's not like an instant response or something that you'll see in your dream I think it's more of just a your heart is being carried a state of mind yeah yeah exactly so you know if you ever find yourself lost try doing istikhara try you know increasing your dhikr remember to pray your prayers on time because again like oftentimes a lot of delay can usually be because like maybe you're delaying your prayers you know mm-hmm. if you're seeing a delay in your worldly matters try try reflecting on how you're doing spiritually and sometimes sometimes things are honestly a test from Allah as well so you know just push through it be strong never let go of your faith and keep going guys <laughs> um but yeah i think those are the only notes that i had but yeah self discovery is just um it's unique to everyone and everyone's path is always going to be different so you know don't push yourself down or mm. don't compare yourself to others thinking that you know they're here they're over there and this is where i am because you know maybe they have something that you don't or you have something that they don't everyone's different in their own ways <laughs> And I think that's about it, Fatima. Do you think we can wrap it up now? Yeah, that's everything that you said um, covers everything that I had in mind. Just like I wanted to say, like, just have patience and you're going to see the rewards come out soon, inshallah, for your efforts. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, awesome. We can end the podcast here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope it resonated with a lot of people. May Allah, may Allah grant us success in every turn of our life and may he grant you all the happiness in this world. Ameen. Ameen. And we will catch you in the next episode, inshallah, which inshallah will be released on Friday. I know I'm kind of bad keeping up to date with all the episodes, but I promise I'm trying to be better (laughs) at uploading things at the right time. But uh, please forgive me if I don't, but that's it for today. Inshallah, we'll catch you guys next time, inshallah. Inshallah. As-salamu alaykum. alaykum as-salam.